Okay, guys, so welcome back to another uh, ILB Drivers Club podcast. We are still in our house, still in lockdown. And uh, yet again, we have another podcast where we're interviewing someone who we normally wouldn't interview because this person, again, lives the whole way across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, We've known him for, I don't know, a few years now at least. Um, And we always see him when we jump across a pond. And we've seen him a couple of times when he comes over to Europe. And he is... Uh, probably, I don't know, one of the biggest uh, or one of the most upcoming automotive YouTubers in uh, in America. He's, he's shaking his head, but I, I think he's he's pretty well known, definitely in the scene. Um, you will know him by Crispy Media on YouTube or Crispy on Instagram. So what's up, Chris? Hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? I appreciate uh, everything behind the scenes that these guys didn't see of me trying to get all this set up for you guys because <laughs> I am a jump across the pond. But I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Hopefully, you guys are all staying safe over there right now. It's uh, obviously a hard time for, for all of us. I'm going to look back down to you guys because you're down here. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> isn't it? Like, uh, I'm like looking because we have two cameras for the people at home. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm recording on an FS7. I think Chris is recording on an A7S. Yep, it's um, too. Yep, but then we're using Zoom to have a chat. So if our eyes are like looking down <laughs> and up, it's because we're looking between our actual camera, and we're not looking other. each other up and down. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> he was there. Sc- <laughs> <laughs> That's all James does in the background. Is look each other up and down. I'm not gonna speak. I'm just gonna look at you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just here. James isn't here. Just ignore him. Uh, uh, so who's James? Is uh. Is that intro pretty, uh, you know, sums you up pretty well? What do you think, Chris? I would say so. I make car videos for the internet. Um, Oh, that's about it. That pretty much sums it up. (laughs) I think there's a bit more to it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, um, I make automotive films just like the guys over at ILB Drivers Club. Um, uh, Pretty much anything feature-wise of individual cars, whether it be car shows, car features with individual owners, um, stuff for brands. We've done stuff with uh, like Maserati, Audi, Ferrari, um, a cool like sup, uh, supercar dealerships around us that do some really cool stuff. Um, we also do some random like drift stuff. We do a little bit of uh, everything, and I say we because it is my company, Crispy Media or Crispy Enterprises LLC. But uh, I hire out my friends as much as I possibly can on as many projects as I possibly can because for the longest time I was like in that mindset of the one man band, make all the money, do it all myself. It's my project, and then I realized like the capabilities that you have and how much better your project can come out in the end, and then how much happier you and the client can be by working with people um yeah. so like spreading the wealth like there's obviously enough room for everybody to eat so um i say we because it's just me and obviously most of my friends on a lot of the big projects or anybody that you know willing to help but um yeah instagram photos it's all iphone stuff just promotes videos and upcoming stuff or where i'm at um youtube and instagram is pretty much everything and i'm starting to live stream now too so that's pretty cool yeah i've seen that you've been basically uh we were chatting before we hit record here but about you doing a couple of live streams how are you finding that because obviously your business beforehand was going out to events filming with people and then now yep. you're kind of going down a different avenue <laughs> using your time well though how you how are you finding yeah. the coronavirus and how's it affected you and and i suppose what are you doing to kind of keep busy over that time obviously it's like greatly affecting me as i can only assume it is you guys um as all at the end of the day we're kind of freelancers even if we have our own businesses and whatnot um we kind of are at the will and and mercy of of the world and what goes on so pretty limited to what 
I can do right now, and all the car shows that I've pretty much had over the past few months and the upcoming months have gotten canceled or postponed. So that's my main source of income. Like that's my main job. People think, oh, he's got a lot of subscribers and a lot of followers. He must make all his money from from YouTube or from Instagram. Where that's not the factor at all, because I can show you some nice screenshots of. 95% of the videos getting copyrighted because of the music claim, yeah. um, which leads to zero income from that route. So my main source of income is these car shows, is filming with these car owners, is is working together with brands to do stuff at car shows or at SEMA, stuff like that. Um, and that's all pretty much gotten 100% cut at, cut at the neck or cut at the head, whatever you guys want to say. Yeah. Um, because of the pandemic, because of all the legislations we have in the United States right now to where we can't travel, no large gatherings. Um, so I've just been trying to make the most of it. And like you said, these live streams were a good way to make the most of it. I don't really have much content to get caught up on and much content to be editing right now. I have like one or two projects just that have been on the back burner for a while. So um, I'm working on those. And then in the meantime, live streaming, which allows me to still interact and uh, be with my audience one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and, and chat with them in real time. Um, and then at the same time, that video goes live on the channel afterwards. So it's just some new, technically new content to uh, to be uploaded. Yeah. You actually video, you're, you're, you finish your videos, like, after you shoot them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few months, a few months <laughs> a few down the months? line, you know, eventually at some point. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you right now, the one I'm working on right now, the video, the only real full video that has not been released that I'm working on right now, we shot in 2018. So... Yeah, we can be we can beat you in that because uh, Cameron right now. Well, this is bad. This is really bad. Oh no, Cameron. Uh, <laughs> it's bad because first of all, Cameron's doing it, so that means that I haven't even bothered to do it. So now Cameron's doing it, and he's editing our own car show after movie when we did a car show in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So he's now only doing mm. the after movie because it was a one-time okay. thing. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really film the event. So I normally, sorry, first of all, I normally edit all the car show videos, like the big car show videos. Mm -hmm. So um, I have uh, Big C edits the vlogs, James edits other stuff for ILB. Um, and yep. then only cameras now come on to kind of, I can kind of direct him on how to edit the, the videos. He, we never bothered to edit our own flipping car show. Like you make you make it go to the, all the effort of doing a car show and you don't even make a video for it. So he's yeah. actually only I I've been watching it every day with him and we've been I think we're on like version nine maybe mm -hmm. or something like. That. So that's uh, good. That's only what like three three or four years. What is that? It's only three years. It's all right. That's that's not bad. You got usual, your, that's the usual turnaround time for like yeah. H two O videos, right? Yeah. Ours definitely. You've got mm. yours out pretty mm. quickly. Last year uh, we we, we launched ours pretty uh, um, similar timing. Timing. This year, mm -hmm. whenever I seen you were launching yours, I was actually already working on ours, and I was like, "Ah, oh, he's launching his Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wait. I'll just wait a bit longer. Come on. We can use it <laughs> by cross promotion. What I really want to see is uh, Mike Cozil's 2016 H2O movie. If you're out there, Mike. I'm waiting for it. We all are. Is this the one where he had uh, he had actors or something with him? Yeah. <laughs> That is that one. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you remember. No, because I remember like going, I seen him on Instagram yeah. and everything he was doing. I was like, that is going to be sick. And was it, did I speak to him or someone else? And they told me that he was missing like an SD card or a hard drive or something or? Something might have happened. He could probably chime in in your comment section, although he won't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good inside joke running with, uh, with everybody about that. Oh, Jesus. I know. That's a, to be fair, we, we formatted James, which one? VW days? Yeah. No. Well, no. The hard drive broke for VW days. It wouldn't. The hard drive broke. It failed on the way back. By the time Ugh. we got back to the office, it failed. So we yeah. lost everything except for one card. It's and literally then, the worst. Just all my footage, was by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you sure somebody didn't sabotage uh, that? 
Uh, and in Worthersea, <coughs> actually, our last SSD from the uh, movie was formatted, which Sick. had two rollers on it. Uh-huh. Um, and so we lost that, so it was a nightmare. But, that's um, the worst. That's the only thing that like, sucks about what we do is like, what the stuff that we work with is like so fragile technically. Like yeah. we could spend weeks working on something, like filming something, and then like with one delete key, it's all gone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so scary. No, hundred percent. And you know, we that. know to both of us know firsthand uh, what it's like to have footage stolen as well and equipment stolen. Yeah, <laughs> not know? a fun time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, because it happened to us. Obviously, we chatted about it in the last vlog, in the last podcast. But it, you, I think mm-hmm. you made the pretty good out of it um as in like made a bad situation in into oh, yeah. a bit of a better situation you know which was good mm-hmm. with this whole death but t- talk a bit about that in case anybody doesn't know totally. what you did yeah so in 2017 or 18 i, I want to say two two or three years ago um we were out in vegas filming a thing for tobin motor cars like a supercar dealership out there and um we were had a full track day with ferrari we had a track shut down we had some amazing footage me and my friend zach uh, who goes at curb bangers who i'm pretty sure you guys might be familiar with um we uh we shot a full day with ferrari in the morning we did some other stuff as well um and then we went out to dinner directly after that shoot from the track to this like hibachi place or something um with the client with like a bentley and our minivan parked right next to each other and our van got broken into the parking lot and stole like all of our gear they couldn't fit the pelican cases out the window thank god uh, but they stole like the movie and our backpacks and all the cameras and laptops so we lost all the footage from that day um and like i think collectively i was close to like 20 to thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment stolen Holy shit. um so that was like a major setback um for for all of us not just myself for zach and and um the other people that were with, with us uh but at the end of the day uh my friend sam piva was cool enough and he he turned around and made me this design like in a day or two that and he donated to me he said i could hey man use this sell it, put it on the shirts um and we sold those on the shirt we sold those on the store um and uh we sold like 500 plus of those shirts from people that wanted to just support or show love in some sort of fashion and between that money and insurance money obviously if you don't have your gear insured people get yeah. your gear insured uh insure your stuff uh, it's so much more worth it you don't think you need it until it happens uh, between insurance and and that we're able to to get everything back that we wanted um and then some so i used that money to invest in a red which is back there um yeah. instead of getting all my new canon lenses back and everything like that i got some cheaper sigma lenses uh, i didn't get everything back and i put some of that money into buying the red so yeah you know That's someone good. tried to kick us down and we came back up stronger stronger than ever and, and it was it was a good uh, good outcome in the end you definitely got um hit pretty hard because uh you know that you obviously lost um quite a lot of equipment we only ended up losing two laptops i lost a passport <laughs> no that, uh, i remember that yeah and i lost my contact lenses so like uh, oh, i couldn't see like for the last day which is quite funny um yeah i lost all but my here bills. i've got i've got uh, jim's lost all, his <laughs> all of my you don't need those do you some, you don't need those guy, man, he's wearing ilb gear right now like here free promo think about it some guy actually <laughs> stole the keys to my m3 as well they were in my backpack so like some guy in Miami could fly over here and take my car <laughs> if mm. he wanted. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> Holy! I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Have you since gotten new keys? Are they the same? Yeah. Keys? yeah. Well, uh, no, it was the same key, but they re- <clears throat> they can reprogram it. They, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Right, right, I right. I think right. that's what they can do. <laughs> right. No, I, I heard about that. But I hear Chris. You were talking about your YouTube channel, but that this isn't your first YouTube channel, am I right? No, it's not. <laughs> I've had plenty of 
plenty of YouTube channels. And hopefully, you just mentioned you got some stuff to pull up. Hopefully, you pull up some good stuff right here. Um, originally, I have this one channel that got erased on the face of the earth a long time ago that I'm not going to mention. But after that, I made my first YouTube channel that got like somewhat big. Uh, that was I Touch iPods with a Z. Um, I did that like pre-high school, throughout high school, um, and kind of somewhat in college. Uh, and on that channel, I reviewed like technology stuff. So everything from like iPhone cases to iPod cases, speakers, headphones, um, more cases. And then when I was done with those, I did more cases. Um, so that was my whole like job and, and income and big thing throughout high school. Because at that point, I had like forty to 50000 subscribers on YouTube back in like that account I think I did in like 2009 I want to say 2010 and that was like big back then which was really cool that back when you would get like awards next to your channel um, I got bored of that that got like a little bit too mundane for me and then once I got into school I didn't want to do that anymore either so I went from that to an airsoft channel that a bunch of me and my friends ran uh, called combative airsoft all those videos are also still up both channels have hundreds of videos of, of prepubescent me talking to the camera um, going over I like guns in my hand airsoft guns that look so silly that my friends bring up all the time or, or iPod what's cases. your what's your airsoft um, one called combative airsoft and that was like a bunch of me and my good friend like dan and his family and then he moved off to like some country or something like that and that channel like dissolved but all those videos are still up there um there's a few other ones out there that i won't name but they're out there with some really old videos on there and then i came to crispy media and started doing car stuff you, so. i only figured <laughs> out that crispy is chris p that's it. And my That's mind it. was absolutely blown. <laughs> like, I was like, That's all it is. I, I messaged Adam being like, yo, here, I've just figured out. <laughs> That's it. Bad. Simple. I am, People ask I, him. I'm watching right now your airsoft one where there's a guy pointing the other direction holding a gun behind him. And you're standing here like on a green screen, like presenting mm -hmm. it. It's good, right? <laughs> oh, he's it's turned around. He's, he's got a mask on and everything. <laughs> There's some quality yeah, content did, on I, there. We had, mm -hmm. I knew you did the iPod, iTouch iPod one, which is uh, you know what, like yeah. 45 k, you know, on that, and the other one has ninety k on that one. Like, so pretty decent subscribers. Yeah, that was fun, and we like that doing those channels like early on and like growing up. That's what got me to like into the the headspace of how important like networking is and talking to people and not being afraid to just like branch out to other people and work with other people um and that's kind of helped me a ton to where i am today where like a lot of people are like afraid to like do similar things when they're like grown-up adults whereas i feel like you shouldn't be so i definitely credit doing that starting that at a young age to like being somewhat successful now yeah no decent james made a joke beforehand but i'm waiting for him to say it about the guns uh, when I like whenever I was scrolling through your, I like so my research of this podcast was just going through your old Instagram and like <laughs> I went deep. Do you know what your first Instagram post was? Yeah, yeah, it's like a black Camaro or something at like this car show in my on my uh, little town like on this road. Yeah, with hashtag car show. I like it. Real is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I was in front of the hashtag craze before the hashtags were a craze. <laughs> but yeah, I was going through and then like whenever I seen all the gun posts, I was like, are they real guns? Are they airsoft guns? What's going on it's here? America. Right, it could be. Because you're in America, it could be a real gun. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> they all look super similar. Like they're one-to-one -one scale. Like they're all like, they look, you couldn't tell the difference. Like I, most of the time we would take off the orange tips or put on silencers and you'd never tell the difference. I have. But uh, you shouldn't take off the orange tips. I have tips. two. Don't I have an that. assault. Oh, you, uh, the zoom there messed up a little bit. I have I have two. I think I have like a, a, a M4 Colt and I have a Glock, which are like yeah, yeah. decent ones as well, airsoft ones. Um, mm -hmm. But they're like completely illegal here unless you have like proper um, paperwork for them. But because we're 
their movie mm-hmm. props were allowed to have them so but um gotcha. yeah. yeah actually we looked at your first youtube video as well your first youtube video was um on on crispy media this is um well yeah yeah i used to love dubstep music back in the day chris oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> tell me it's the subarus in the snow yeah it is it's the subaru drift yeah. sesh and then the bmw uh-huh. ice drifting uh ice drifting yeah in a home depot parking lot that's that's some good ice drifting huh <laughs> is it were, was one of the was one of the subarus yours no, no. no? Uh, I think my friend, like, Jimmy or something, I want to say. I forget his name. But uh, yeah. your first car, that was an interesting time. Your first car was a Subaru, though, yeah. My first car was a 2004 Impreza 2.5 RS. Yeah. Automatic. Sorry. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I changed my ways. I changed my ways. Yeah, your car now is right. pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, about it's that? a 2019 Chrysler Pacifica. Um, <laughs> it is the sport model as well. So it's got the S embroidered on the seats. It's got all the blacked out badges, uh, Apple CarPlay, uh, and the color it's featured in is dark Cordovan. So pretty right, bitchy. To be honest, Chris, do you like it more or the other one? <sighs> well, I've driven the minivan, I think, more than the other car. So I got to like the minivan. <laughs> the other car has been in the shop for like two years. Well, no, where, I love where, the Legacy. Where is the Legacy right now? Uh, it's at Paint and Body Work getting some minor touch-ups done. Um, and then it's going to go back to the shop because we still need to get in custom uh, AC stuff. Um, we're having some problems with the uh, vehicle speed sensor. Um, and there's like small other things like just putting in the seatbelts uh, and a few other small things. Finish up the vibrant titanium exhaust. So hopefully in a month or so, we'll still be done. Yeah, I feel like I feel like seatbelts would be good. <laughs> we never put the buckle in when we put the Recaros in. We, uh, we just like left the seatbelt hanging there, but we forgot to put the buckle in. So we got to take the seat back out to put the oh, buckle okay. onto the seat. It's, so that just never got done. This is the same legacy that whenever we met you at a car park, you had fixed with a pair of Apple headphones, yeah? Yep, that's the one. Yeah, we're on the way to H2O, actually. I remember the, uh, the liner, like, I think the car, like, aired out a little bit too much, and the, uh, the fender liner wrapped around the bag and, like, wrapped out a bunch of stuff. So we just took some uh, headphones that I had in the glove box and tied everything up in, like, around the, um, around the intake. It worked. Was that, was that the first year or the year after we met you? And um, when we met you, uh, somebody was leaning against your car. I think it was either me or James. And when we like walked away, you noticed that there was like a crack in your bumper. And we were like, was that, was that us? <laughs> and you're like, I don't no, know if you're fine. not, but there, there used to be a giant dent in the back of my... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I think it, uh, the Zoom call jumped out a wee bit there. Oh, good. Uh, no, I was just saying the, the crack in the, the back bumper, though, because so the, there's been a lot of work happened to that car. Yeah. Well, like, originally, um, Soho, this uh, Soho a few years ago, European experience, um, one of my friends at the time uh, who had a BMW i8, he was I was parked at this meet. We were all parked there, and then this he pulled up in his car, whatever the car show was going on, and I see him pulling out. He's like, yo, man, come over here, come over here. Um, I'm like, hey, what's up, what's up? He's like, yo, I hit your car. I'm like... <laughs> wait, wait that's that, don't say that man that's that's not a joke he's like no man i hit your car i backed up into it and there's a big dent in the bumper uh, i'll take care of it later um and i was like oh he's serious and i went and looked and there's like a giant dent in the back of my bumper at the time um so that was fun <laughs> <laughs> how did you uh how did you go about um doing the legacy build then because obviously you know you obviously were big into video on the youtube channel and then Hmm? you basically popped out with this mega build uh uh i mean i've had it for the 
<clears throat> Sorry, I've had it for a while. I got the car back in college. I, I traded in my 2.5 RS and some cash, and I got that car for like sixteen thousand um, a while back. Uh, I think I had like one older owner before me, and I didn't really have any plans for it. I put like these Motegi wheels that I had on my uh, Impreza and just put them on that, and I thought that was it. I used it for filming a lot, so I was just throwing gear in and out of it, um, and then. I thought, like, we always go to all these car shows and we see all these cool cars and it gets in your head right away, like, I want to have a cool car like that. I want to have a cool car like that. And then you realize how much it costs to have a cool car like that. Yeah. So I waited till the audience got a little bit bigger and I was able to present myself and my car to some potential sponsors. And through that, I was able to get some sponsors and some parts and stuff for the Legacy. And over time, me and my friend Cody built it out or he built it out. Um, and we had this cool, like, version one of the car that we premiered at a car show. And then uh, last year, we were like, Let's just go all out. We got a ton of more sponsors on board. We poured a whole lot more money than I should have into the car at the time. If I knew this was all coming right now, I wouldn't be working at all this year. <clears throat> Probably wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have spent all that money. But um, it was cool <laughs> to have the car at SEMA. We built up the car to debut it at SEMA. We had like one of one uh, rotiform wheels at the time. Uh, it was the first time anybody really saw the car in person. We had a whole new setup, all Alcantara interior, custom bodywork. Um, and seeing the car at SEMA was really cool. And the whole along the way, we have like 20 or so videos documenting the whole series. So to, to kind of justify it in my head, it was like, we make content with it. We have it at SEMA. We get more publicity. And this year, I had planned, and I'm currently pitching to some other sponsors right now, uh, is a cross-country road trip. America, by the way, if you guys aren't familiar, it's the Freedom Place. Um, I'm going to go. I want to go from New York to, like, <laughs> Oregon to L.A., loop back down, see some Florida men, and then come back up to uh, – to, uh, to New York and do like a whole cross country road trip the entire month and not have any obligations other than like stopping at car shows or holding meets and do like vlogs every day with like a stanced almost 700 horsepower uh, legacy wagon so that'll be cool yeah, that would be pretty sick hopefully not <laughs> that sounds like uh, you're going to need a support car to follow your so the, so the reason why I'm pitching it to sponsors is I'm going to bring my minivan as well with like one of everything additional uh, just in case like I'm going to hit up Rotoform and be like hey guys can I please have another wheel another LVS-M just in case um, and just get one of everything just in case put a tire on it um, and also I've um, the guy who built my car over at Area 1320 Ryan he said he might be interested to come along so in case something does go wrong he's the greatest guy to have there and um, hopefully I'll have like two other friends with me um, so we can just enjoy it are you going to be in the minivan or are you going to be in the legacy you're in the minivan I, <laughs> I'd be in the legacy most of the time but obviously the whole point of this trip is to create content <laughs> other than just enjoying it so I'd be in the van filming it um, and have whoever wants to drive it drive it pretty cool yeah it, it must be it must be good fun I suppose in America that actually you can just do that sort of stuff you just go and take it across the country with no no fees running for boats or anything I think that's pretty um, it'd be pretty fun definitely something we would love to do at some point yeah come along well I think for you guys uh, over there it's, it's it's got to be a little bit tough too because I know you got to cross a bunch of borders and whatnot. And I've seen you guys have to pay like fees going yeah. into other countries or pay like permits. I remember when we were going to War the Sea, we had to pay to be in certain roads or not like tolls, but we had to pay to be in certain areas or something like that. Um, but at the same time, like when we like traverse, like I did a cross country from New York to LA. Um, when we traverse, it's kind of like it's all similar. The obviously the area changes and whatnot, but everyone speaks the same language and you know everything's the same price and whatnot. I, I assume for you guys, since like we could fit you know, a bunch of Europe within the States, like going from country to country must be like totally different experience too, because, you know, language barriers, currency barriers. Definitely though, both are, you know, I think, um, great in their own way for sure. Mm -hmm. What, uh, you, you, you came to War the Sea. What did you think of War the Sea when you were here? Cause that was your, was your sick. <laughs> being once. Yeah. 
Uh huh. Yep. I was uh, lucky enough to go with uh, Rotoform a few years ago. They took me as their behind the scenes filmer. Uh, so I filmed behind the scenes for them and also created some vlogs for myself. Um, that experience was amazing. Like seeing gorgeous scenery like that, just like mountainscapes um, within like car shows, like scattered throughout multiple areas of uh, like outside of Worth the Sea was super cool. Um, in the States, it's there's really nothing like that. I, I wouldn't say there's nothing that really compares to that, especially as far as the scenery when it comes to the scenery. What did yeah. you think of the uh, European cars compared to the what you have in the states? Like um, build wise, I would I would say similar. Like obviously, it's, it's varies on like every like. There's different populations in the states of like quality of cars or, or variety of cars. Like you'll go to some certain areas that are obviously more sub related if there's more snow, and you'll go to more other areas where it's like more money related. If you're in like LA, people put a lot more money into their cars because there's more money out there. Kind of, um, I kind of related it to almost like that LA car scene a little bit, just because. Um, people over there had like, like real wheels and some just like basic clean setups. Um, so I'd say it was, it was fairly similar, but, uh, it's more of like an LA scene, I'd think. Yeah. To LA is actually somewhere we want to go big time. Like, uh, it's just a lot of cool stuff comes out of there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Actually, I was meaning to ask you just randomly, if you were, you're based, uh, New York or New Jersey, New York. Yep. Like an hour and a half North of the city. Oh, you're North of the city. I always think you're South of the city. What's it like? Uh, cause that's pretty, um, it's a pretty good location obviously we're living in what, what do you think of it i like it uh it's cool and all like my main my internet just popped You're up good. are you good uh sorry no. i didn't hear any of that but i uh, just ca just carry on because um <laughs> yeah i like it it's cool not living in the city i couldn't really live in new york city obviously one you can't enjoy driving in the city and i enjoy driving a lot so that's a big no yeah. um where i live is cool and all i'm trying to actually buy a house i wanted to buy a house later this year um obviously with the attached garage because i live at home right now um for the car and also move a little bit closer to airports because the major airport that i fly out of is an hour and a half for me so trying to get there two hours ahead of time and then also leaving an hour and a half ahead of time and then worrying about traffic is a pain so i'm trying to move a little bit closer to the airports but it's nice it's a, it's a nice area the scene is quiet there's nothing crazy there aren't any huge car shows there may be one like clean car clean culture car show that's somewhat close um but usually you got to travel down uh down to jersey or um uh, connecticut for some car shows yeah and you, where are you right now you're in your parents house yeah you've got like a pretty yep. pretty solid setup though in the in your basement is it the basement is yeah i've took over the basement yeah this half is computer setup and monitors and storage of like tax information over there and then uh that whole other side of the room is all merchandise so there's a shelf with with merchandise and shipping materials and a table that my mom uh where she packages up all the orders and there's boxes of hoodies and stuff over there she, your mom does the orders yeah yeah, she fulfills everything. Yeah, she takes payments and manicures and pedicures whenever she wants. <laughs> From you, my uh, that's hilarious because we used to do the orders. It's like the opposite for us. So you're in the basement. We were in the third floor. Yep. So like mm -hmm. in the in the UK, you don't get many basements. You get loads of third floors though. So we were in the third okay. floor of my parents' house, and uh, we used to package the orders. My mom used to bring them to the post office <laughs> every day. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so I just, I just ran out right now with my mask and, and Purell and just sh shipped out of a bunch of orders today. That's cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. I've been actually meaning to ask you, the logo, is it Krispy Kreme or is it Dunkin' Donuts? Which one did you... Uh... Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I have, like, some hats and stickers I made in the past. I don't know where they are, but I have some hats and stickers that I, we've done, like, a play on the Krispy Kreme logo. Um, 
we don't have like any near us. Like the closest one to me is in New York City, so that's like what an hour and a half, two hours away. Um, and there's Dunkins every five minutes everywhere else around here, and so that's kind of been the theme. That's like the running joke on the channels that we go to Dunkin'. We do like a Dunkin' run every video, um, and I'm obsessed with their French vanilla swirl. Dunkin', if you're out there, please sponsor me. Um, but uh, it's a mixture of the two. <laughs> Because we uh, we never had a Dunkin' Donuts before, and uh, we went to America, I think, last time, oh, or yeah. something. We went, we went to one. Um, <laughs> it's funny, like, yeah. Um, it's um, solid. What other uh, countries and stuff are you, you filming in recently? Because, obviously, I think you obviously went to where they say, as we just discussed. You went to Puerto Rico recently? What Puerto Rico was like? cool. That's... That's still a, a U.S. territory, so it's cool because they still use um, U.S. currency, and um, a lot of them understand English, which is neat. Um, but uh, it was awesome. It was really cool. We went down there to film a recap for Tuna Revolution and also document the Puerto Rican car culture and, uh, and the surrounding areas and you know, kind of how Hurricane Maria affected them and whatnot because they've yeah. been through a lot, obviously, recently, earthquakes and whatnot. Um, so hopefully they're still all doing okay down there. But we got to learn on some really cool stories. We got to see some really cool insight. Excuse me. We got to learn some really cool stories and see some really cool insight from some people down there and some car builders who are just working with what they got. They don't have some like big, big fancy warehouse out in LA that has the latest and greatest tools. Um, you see a lot of guys just in their garage with their family building these cars and with their friends building these cars and getting to hear those stories from those people was really neat. Um, and they were all super nice. Like this one area that we shot and that we got permission to shoot in after the fact, they invited us into like their local neighborhood bar and gave us like a whole Welch's grape thing of sangria as a, on our way out and like free drinks and like stuff. And they're super nice. That reminds me of quite a lot of like European countries as well. We go to, um, cause obviously we're so close to mainland Europe. We've been to like Italy mm -hmm. and Spain and, um, they, they're all quite small scenes. Um, yeah. and just ex exactly the same. Like, in England, there's like all these amazing car builders, um, mm -hmm. you know, that have like big sponsors and you know a lot of money behind them. But like in all these yeah. other countries, like uh, Spain and Italy, there's just guys in their in their houses. <laughs> and that's the the bulk of the people in the scene is literally these guys. So it sounds yeah. quite similar to that. Any, well, been to any yeah. an, anywhere else that comes to mind? Uh, different country wise, Australia was amazing. I filmed a status seasonal show out there like a year or two ago. Um, which lined up somehow miraculously with um, a gig with Kia. It was like the week after for the Australian Open. Um, so that worked out like to make all the uh, the monetary reasons to get out there nice. They split that cost pretty much, which was cool. Um, people out there, super amazing, super humble, super nice to me. Um, they didn't mind when I got them tickets uh, <laughs> while we were filming some rollers. Sorry about that, uh, Aubrey. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that was amazing. Seeing the car scenes in different countries is always cool. I always love seeing like different license plates, like how different countries do their different license plates. That's always cool to how yeah. you can differentiate like a car show or a car feature uh, is by the license plate alone, which is always neat to try to find in videos and see, oh, where was this video filmed? Um, what state was it filmed or what country was it filmed in? We've done some stuff in Canada, um, although I don't like Canada anymore. I've, I may have or may not have been banned from there before for a year. Um, so that's not fun. <laughs> what did you, what did you um, get banned for? Uh, we're just, yeah, just stupid reasoning and paperwork that was, wasn't handled properly. Um, so that was annoying. Uh, but, uh, I won't be going back there with any camera gear. Let's just say that I mean, if I go to a car show, it'll just be me and my car. And um, it's that, is it actually that bad for, for Americans going to Canada with, oh, they suck. Gear? Oh, they suck. Yeah, they suck. Really? I've been turned away multiple times. Like at, when you land in Canada? 
Uh, we've driven every every time because it's oh, five hours time. like to the border, give or take for us. Yeah. So it's not terrible. Um, so uh, yeah, sometimes it's been okay. Other times, well, obviously now that I'm somewhere on a list, uh, it's not <laughs> um, on the list. And and so are my friends. Sorry, Cody and Brittany. Um, no doubt. Uh, but uh, no, it's cool filming in other countries. Obviously, like Australia or Worthesea or, or England, we've done some stuff. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it's just it's just cool seeing all the different people and like hearing different stories and seeing how different stuff is from from back home, especially the scenery. Yeah, we because we had the similar thing in Dubai where we were all our camera gear was impounded. We managed to still oh, get yeah. it now, but I never mm-hmm. even thought that there'd be this, that issue going into Canada. It's, yeah, it it's that fucking movie box, isn't it? It's the movie box. It's like they see the movie box. They're like, that is the world's <laughs> biggest flight case. <laughs> the Jason case <laughs> is huge. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't like seeing all the cameras and stuff like that. They see you have so much stuff. Like if I ever go with a camera, it'll be like my like RX100 back there in my pocket. Like it won't be a camera bag or something like that. But after that, that happened before I went to Australia. So when I went to Australia, I was like, I'm not playing any games. I'm not risking this. I paid to get a carnet and listed literally everything yeah. down to the cable on the carnet. It was like 600 bucks and me and the, me and the, uh, the company split it. So yeah, we, it. we did one of them, um, for a couple of countries. We do that for America. Actually us coming to America every year. It's just worth it. Yeah, it sucks, but it's worth it. Yeah. We never, we almost n- didn't make a flight cause in Dublin they have, um, pre-clearance for your customs so it's actually americans mm-hmm. that live in ireland so they're even more uh, pissed off a photo of like your your luggage and mine was just the flight case and it was just like what's in that and i was just like cameras <laughs> well at all he was not yeah. happy yeah he was like what do you do for a job and he's like a videographer and he's like Nuh-uh. Mm, not today mm, boy not with me boy so you're coming to work <laughs> To be fair, we thing, actually, like, we had no idea, like, so um, we kind of bullshitted yeah. our way through it, which is very lucky, and now we had one ever since. Yeah. Do you say taking the piss? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, taking the piss, yeah. That's what you were doing? Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are... <laughs> yeah. Um, it's rough. It's rough. But if you're out there and you don't know what a carnet is, and you're traveling to another country with a lot of camera equipment, just look it up. It's cheap, and it covers your butt. Yeah, for sure. Did you um, hear meant to say, did you be, meet Ben Harnett? Oh, Harnet Media when you were down in Australia? I did. I think he's taller than me, which I was upset about because I'm like 6'2 and I'm usually taller. Everyone always comes up to me and is like, wow, you're so tall. And he was taller than he, me. Upsetting. Um, yeah, he's yeah. We met him in Dubai. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very cool. He's very nice. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he was doing his own thing at the car show, so we were both moving. We said hi and chatted for a second or two, got him in the vlog, and then we both went our ways to keep filming. Yeah, we went to uh, a nightclub where they threw cards at women. So, that's You said difference. cars or cards? Cards. Ah, it's like American Express. It sounds way, way fucking worse than it is, to be fair, because uh, we, <laughs> the first year we refused to go. Um, mm-hmm. And then the organizers of the show, like Dan, who brought us over, they're like, no, you have to come. You have <laughs> to come. <laughs> and they fed us a few drinks and we all went. So, uh, but yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that's all right, I gotta, happens when we go to these events. I got an interesting story. I won't say who and I won't say where, but I'll be like, I'll play it safe. Um, we went somewhere uh, for a client. Uh, filming like a pretty reputable brand, pretty reputable name. Um, and, uh, me and a bunch of the filmer friends, uh, and we went, got a message. We were like, come into the hotel room, meet us at our hotel room. We got to have a meeting or something like that. And this was after like a few days of filming, like nonstop. Um, and we're all in the room and we're like waiting to see what's going on. The guy who told us to go to the room, isn't there. We're all in the room. We hear a knock on the door and there's, um, a gentleman with a woman that would seem to be in charge of said woman that was sent to our room uh 
and everybody shut the lights off and hid because we knew what they set us up for and what they wanted us to do. Uh, and uh, nobody was down for it. It was a little weird, like six of us guys in the room. Um, and then we waited till they went away. So that was interesting. <laughs> well, folk, right, come on. At least tell Chris's me whereabouts it was. If I tell you where, it'll give it away. I can't. <laughs> well, then just tell me who it was. <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off camera. <laughs> uh, we'll just put it in then. <laughs> it's been dubbed in right now. Big logo on the screen. <laughs> Being completely cut in. Uh, people at home are gonna want to know. Like, they're gonna want to know who this was. I don't want to give it away. But it was, it was like, it was so awkward. Like, I, I, I bet I, they were like kind spirit and kind hearted in the move of what they were doing. I understand that. But like, once it actually happened, it was like uh, nobody wants this. Thanks though. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> where do we go after that in the conversation? I'm just let you like <laughs> H2O. I don't know. Let's go to H2O. Yeah, those those go hand in hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you are. Um, I think you've basically turned into Mitch to Mister H2OI. How have you? How have you transitioned your brand into literally? <laughs> you know, like the like it's it says it all. The video uh, that you put out every year is titled "The Official After Movie." Like you, you, you're like self-proclaimed the official after movie of your studio. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of did it to myself. Obviously, there's no true meaning behind the official. Like the event, obviously, doesn't even take place anymore. It's not even the H2OI event, which I get a lot of hate for and slack for, and I totally get it. I don't want to like drag that brand that doesn't want anything to do with this now into it. But like, it's just what it's known as, so it's so hard to not title it that. Um, I think I might change that this year with my plans for this year of not filming it and doing something else this year. So I might try to you know, kind of work my way out of that title and we'll see how that does, but it's just too good to not use, which is a pain and I feel bad um, for the owner of that car show. But um, I got to give credit to Kenny Keno or Kenny Keno, however you want to say your name, Kenny. He um, he did like a, an H2I like recap or after movie type thing with all his friends and screwing around and seeing car features like a long time ago. I saw that and I wanted to mimic that um, and I did and that was like what my first H2I after movie in 2012 or 2013 was. Um, and since then, like that, that video blew up out of nowhere. And then I did one every year. I went back every year. Um, I don't think I've missed a year yet. I might have missed a day or two for a family wedding um, of it. But uh, otherwise, that's somehow what I've been known for now and like what people look for to every year. Um, and it's kind of turned into a job more so it started out as fun and hanging out with my friends, you know, having some drinks, yeah. going around with the camera. Now, as you guys know, it's 100% a job because yeah. it just benefits our businesses, our companies so well and so much. And we're able to spread our videos out to such a bigger audience because of that video that we uh, each create. Um, so this year, I'm 100% committed to taking it off and not filming the event and just taking my legacy down and the minivan full of merch, of course. Um, and uh, and just driving the legacy around with my friends all week, having some drinks, not doing the driving and the drinking at the same time, but having some drinks, walking around. Um, I might have like my point and shoot on me to vlog or something, but that's about it. Um, this year I'm going, I'm going to announce it on my channel at some point, but I'm going to have like every other filmer out there, you know, record a clip or record a feature or record something and then have an email set up or a Dropbox set up where they can upload and send it to. Um, and it'll be like film festival ish where you can't, uh, show this clip or you can't have this clip out already if, if it's going to be if you want it in the after movie um it has to be seen in the after movie for the first time type of deal and i'll take the best of the best clips or some really cool funny or crazy clips and i'm going to make an after movie this year but of the community's footage and then obviously give everybody credit um so at the same time one it's not work for me i get to enjoy the week but at the same time i get to still have an h2o video yeah. hoi video on my channel and i get to share a lot of people's videos that will probably be ecstatic to have their video on the channel and you know be part of a project with a bunch of other cool creators that's a, that's a good idea actually i really like that idea yeah that's awesome um mm -hmm. 
Because I think Anthony and Mike said similar things, didn't they? Um, for people oh, back dude. at home, that's Hal- Halcyon, uh, Halcyon Photo. Is that his YouTube channel? Halcyon, yeah, yeah. And then Halcyon, Halcyon Photo is the YouTube. Halcyon mm-hmm. Photo. And then Mike Cozell. Mike, um, they, I think they said basically the exact same thing, right? That they just want to go in and yeah, do man. it and stop making movies at, at them. Yeah. Well, we all stayed in the same house. We do every year. We stay in the house this past year. And they both kind of played it chill and relaxed this year. And as I was getting set up for like a sunrise shoot, getting all my stuff quickly and ready and whatnot, I see them like all running out to the beach and like going in the water and like having fun. And I was just like, it hit me like there that I was like, what has this turned into? Like, I get that people love this and it's so good for the business, but am I really enjoying it anymore? So I saw that and like right away, I was like, I can't do this next year. I'll put, I'll go all out this year. We went with like anamorphic lenses and whatnot. We didn't went all out. Um, and I was like, next year, I'm just going to like, I'm chilling next year. I can't, I can't. Yeah. We, we, this year, it's supposed it's this year, isn't it? And it's, I would say that that's going to still happen. And if so, I actually, it may get a bit of a backlash into the point where if the whole virus thing's dealt with, it's probably going to go like even higher this year with because people wouldn't have done things throughout the year. They're like, well, it's the end of the year. We may as well go to uh, H2I this year. Yeah. Whenever they, you know, they might have skipped a few big ones. You never know. Yeah, what do you, people, what do you think yeah. about this year? everyone's probably like myself is extremely stir crazy right now and wants to get out and wants to go do something. Um, But I was just listening also to like the Joe Rogan podcast and they were talking about going out to like comedians shows right after this. Like, is everyone really going to want to flock to a theater? Like as soon as they lift the ban and like be in a room with 2000 people, or in this case, be in a city with hundred thousand people. Like, yes, they were saying like, yes, some of the idiots will do want to do it right away, but other people still want to like wait it out a little bit. So, I guess as long as it's not like the week after or the day after the ban gets lifted or, or yeah. travel bans or like if there's like a test or a cure, you know, if, if there's even like a test at that point, that would make more sense. But like it was, it will have to be pretty like pretty calm by that point for everyone to want to go. Um, but I can imagine no offense to a bunch of you that get butt hurt, but a bunch of the scene kids are still going to go to get, you know, scene cred. We, um, scene cred. we've had a think now, well, where the season now officially canceled as in like the excess car night side of it and the actual yeah. event uh we just had news there that uh our russia trip was also canceled now this year as well Ooh, which uh, one was that for grounded in um oh yeah uh, in sochi and mm-hmm. uh racism or alt race is moved i think they're moving to september so you see that new venue yeah it looks it looks yeah. pretty cool that looks really neat yeah it looks so really cool. i just saw that today it's it's crazy out there you know like it's, it's <gasps> messing up the whole system always got something to say um <laughs> i like the gasp I'm yeah interested. let's hear it <laughs> so like i saw i saw that venue posting too is do you are, do you have that contract are you guys doing ultra race or racism we uh yeah we typically do it each year but we have um nothing set in stone this year because i was going to say have you seen the rescheduled date what why <laughs> what's the date is it the same as um h2o you guessed it okay uh, <laughs> 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 i saw that too i was like oh man this would be cool to go to this cool venue and then i saw the date it's like the 27th to the 29th or something or whenever the weekend in september is and that's usually h2o see i was just chatting to james before you came on and i'll just say it in this because we don't have that many viewers but uh <laughs> we, so um, it it's just us talking we 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 really want to film like a documentary like um, we want to start doing a little bit more different kind of stuff. We actually have a series coming out very soon called Drivers uh, Driver Stories. We're meant to have like three more episodes filmed by now, but they all got cancelled mm-hmm. for now. Um, 
but like I just feel like to go in and actually interviewing people and hearing everyone's like opinion and like doing a documentary instead of like a cinematic video. I just think yep. H2I would be so perfect for that. Um, That'd be cool. But um, I mean, there's certainly a bunch of different like cars and genres of cars that come to the event. So you yeah. can always, you can get a wide range of people. Just feel like that could be something a bit different. But these, uh, these like car porn videos, as we call them, like car porn, people mm -hmm. love them. Like they just want to sit there, listen to music and watch cars. Like it's like burnouts, loud noises. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, do you want to make something more creative? That's the that's like the battle we always face. Do you want to make something more creative and maybe have a little bit more fun and enjoy the project in the end, or just make something you know is successful and you know is going to work and like will be yeah. beneficial towards the channel? It's like such a struggle there. That's always like the biggest thing for especially events like H two O. Yeah, absolutely. And um, well, I suppose that 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 kind of takes us on to a good question, which is what what about your channel at the minute? Like, how do you, are you happy with the content you're producing? Have you got plans to change your content at all? I know that James and I always like have conversations about, right, what are we making? Do we need to make something different? You know, how, what are you feeling? Like, what's your kind of take on that? Um, I, just before all this uh, went down, I was wanting to get into do more video features. Like that's where my channel kind of got started on with like doing video features for Stance Nation, um, who I credit a, a lot of my, let's say again, success to early on. Um, I had like two really cool features planned with like R34 and my friends like M3. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I had some really cool features planned with my friends R34 and a really cool M3. That's actually my, my background right now, or M4. Um, and we were going to do two awesome features that we were going to thought out, have some really cool storyline behind them and start to get more into those features. And then obviously that fell through because all this happened and nobody wanted to interact with each other, which totally makes sense. Um, I want to do more features for the channel for sure. I want to continue the, the car show recaps and whatnot because obviously that's my income and I have to yeah. and I enjoy it and I get to meet people by traveling and also get to do merchandise, which is cool. Um, but I definitely want to get back into doing more car features, story oriented yeah. features. Yeah, because that's that's what I enjoy. And you get to have a little more create, creativism, creativism, creativity. Yep, yep, that's the word. <laughs> you did one uh, with when the it comes pizza to shop and the GTR once, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the R34 owner. That was his R35. He now has an R, he had an R33 after that. Now he has an R34. Right. So we want to make like a part two to that because that video was super successful and it was cool because we got to use his pizza shop, yeah. use Fast and Furious reference. So stuff like that is yeah. more like, I don't know. I no, you're absolutely like right, that. and that's how James and I—that's how—that's what we did as well. Like before show videos, really, we just did car videos, uh, mm -hmm. and then they evolved into story-driven. We had an amazing one lined up. An amazing car was literally had a boat booked to come to Ireland to go to a car show. It was uh, Steve okay. Fraser's R8, um, and okay. we had a full thing filmed, uh, set out for two to three days of filming at nighttime. Uh -huh. Full thing cancelled. <laughs> like it's fucking devastating, dude. Like it's I, great. we, it's we great. were planning that one for about a month. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, we, I love those sort of ones as well. You know, I think, you know, it was stepping away from events and just doing your own creative vision on it and you don't have to film car, 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 car. You can actually yeah. put a bit of thought into yeah. it. I think it's pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> James, we, uh, we obviously just took a break there, guys, uh, really quick. Uh, that's why if you are watching in the video, Crispy has changed clothes. I don't, <laughs> he must really have a lot. About. I don't know why. I don't know what you're talking about. don't know what T-shirt that he's wearing, but it's not that nice. I don't like it. So It's not. Yeah, the one I had on earlier. Actually, I might just go change back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's supporting the brand. He's a good man. He's a good man. Uh, James, what are, you, what are you drinking? Actually, we may, we always forget. We meant to say this at the start. There's probably no point asking me because every single time you ask me, I'm drinking Guinness. But okay, I am drinking Guinness. <laughs> it's in your blood. <laughs> uh, I'm, I was actually drinking Harp, which is uh, another local Irish beer. Just got rid of the can. 
and uh, had none left. So we've got them already again for flip sake. You mm. know, this is why we should have done it at the start of the podcast. <laughs> but um, Can you pour that? I want to hear that pour. Uh, well, see, this is harp in here. So I'm uh, uh, go ahead. I get it. No, Big, I get it. Ahead. No, I'm go ahead. Not mixing eh, don't mix it. Don't mix go it. Ahead. Don't mix it. Chug it. Chug it. There you go. And uh, what? It's a Tuesday night. Chris, how much did you leave in that? <laughs> it's a Tuesday night. You want to pull up our text real quick? Me, it's a Tuesday night. <laughs> Why should I get a drink? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on, Chris. You said, you said it's 3 p.m. And I said, it's never too early. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but I still have to work after this. <laughs> this is your work. <laughs> There you go. This this is us done for the night. To be fair, this is me clocked off. Netflix on. Um, James Are you ever really there. clocked off? James is in the other room, so we're going to cuddle after this. Ooh, that's no, cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are uh, drinking those. I'm drinking a, a fine 94 Folgers, uh, not decaf, and 2% milk. That sounds <sighs> fucking terrible. Non-decaf. Not for me, Chris. Well, like regular, whatever that regular is. Like it's not decaf, is what I'm saying. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let what? me hear. Here, um, I don't know if you could hear that. So there, unsatisfying. But I just, so unsatisfying. I, I just realized that you said non decaf. <laughs> I thought you said decaf for some reason. That's fair. No, that's, de- that's what's the point of decaf coffee? Uh, exactly. That's what I was wondering. There's no point. Oh, I think it's <laughs> decaf too. Well, I, I even, I think I repeated it and even <laughs> said non decaf. <laughs> 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 too many beers the opposite uh <laughs> so uh we were talking what were we talking about a second ago h2i were we still talking about h2i um we're talking about the, like the documentary you kind of wanted to make i think yeah but um i'm looking forward to seeing you know the the film that you were talking about you know uh, with different creators kind of involved in it especially if you use yeah, a lot definitely of full crowdsource yeah, if you use a lot of smaller uh, creatives in it too, it, I'm sure it would end up pretty sweet. Who knows if we're going anymore because obviously there's another big car show on the same date. So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll find out. But here, Chris, <laughs> we actually posted up on Instagram. I wanted to run a few questions by you that kind of some people on Instagram asked. Totally. Um, we did do one last week. And then for some reason, Instagram won't let me look at the answers. I, I mean, the questions. S- I can't see the answers to Weird. this one. But, you know, I'm terrible at Instagram, so... You can't see them <laughs> from this one either? Well, I can't, but I did have to ask in the last podcast how you seen the answer. So. <laughs> yeah, they're all there. Yeah. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Just go on to the go on to the story. Yeah. Flick like up? In, no. Well, yeah, you can oh, flick up or just hit the bottom left, rookies. which is seen by they how many people. These are the videos you guys subscribe to. They don't even know how to use Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to how to use social media with <laughs> Week two. Right, I got this time. I don't know what that was going on. You don't know how to use Instagram. That's what's going on. What? Yeah, look here. If the camera can see this. Uh, oh, it's definitely out of focus. I'm that guy. It's like straight up into the focus. <laughs> but uh, I'll let you see it. Like there's no, nothing at the bottom. You can't see view responses. Don't you like swipe up or no? Yeah, but... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so now you don't know either. Yeah, well, I, I never swiped I never swiped up. I only just hit the bottom, you know, where it said how many people have viewed it. 
uh, this literally does not matter. People listening in their car, wherever the hell they're doing, do not give a shit about us finding this out. This is asking some questions. Right, well, I haven't prepared these ones yet, so I'm just going to go have a look. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, here, this is actually, you mentioned this randomly um, earlier, you like being tall, so Jams in, Jams Am, I don't know what his name is, said, do you see the ILB guys as influential? And But the more important part of the question is also, who is taller between you and Adam? I don't, wait, are you taller than me? How, how tall are you? Like 6'2". Oh, well, I'm six. I think I'm six one. So I think you must be taller. No, am I six it. two? With or without shoes? Do you go into the doctor's <laughs> office and leave your shoes on just to get that extra inch? Well, I, I can't say I've been to the doctor's office to get measured in a while. So sure, who, <laughs> gives, who gives a fuck about how tall James is? <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know he's shorter, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, Midnight RBZ asks, how many languages do you speak, Chris? Do you want me to talk about you guys being influential, though, or are you just going to skim over that because you're a little <laughs> humble just, over here? Ooh. It just matters about the height. <laughs> I, I actually, no, did, funny enough, I only seen that bit about the height, and then I started answer, reading the whole question, and I was like, oh. <laughs> that was <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, it's true, though, because like, I credit a lot of what I do to people like my friends and people within the same industry, like how I'm able to like do what I do and learn how I learned. Because like, I learned from like Halcyon or Mike Cozy. Like I watch them. I always credit them. I watch them and like mimic their style, you know, growing up in the scene and like learning from them and then morphing into my own style. And then like obviously opening up the door to more people and like learning from you guys. And obviously whenever we, like as creatives in general, like watching each other's videos, we get uh, inspired by each other and see a movement that they did or, or a correction yeah. that they did or like some sort of color. And we want to like somehow apply that to ours and not look like we're straight up copying um but some similar stuff like i've seen you guys uh with some of your color grading i remember it was in one of your worth worth films um where you had like i could tell that you like color graded your sky differently than your scene and i was trying to figure out for the longest time like how do i do that and i sent it to my friend jay cray uh who was like just told me it's super simple using color finale and final cut to be able to like use the color clicker and click up there and <laughs> adjust the U and saturation and whatnot of that separately and i was like mind-blowing um so like Stuff like that, obviously, we learn from each other, and so I definitely look up to and, yeah. and everybody within this around the same community. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. But yeah, 100% agree because, you know, I don't know if we've said this before, but uh, the reason we went to H2O was because of Mike Cozell, Cozell's. I can How do you say his second name? Cozell? Cozell. 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 So it was Mike's, it was Mike's video. We seen Mike's video, 2016, 2015, something like that. And it's it was, definitely not 16, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah, it was 2015, <laughs> was it? <laughs> and his his video was fucking incredible. Like, honestly, like, it, it was literally mm -hmm. the in pity, epitome of what we wanted to create. And uh, so that that was a major influence for us, for sure. Um, Hell yeah. This C. Was that the one with, like, the blue car, like, the blue Volkswagen as the thumbnail coming out of a garage, kind of? Like a it, dark shadowed... It was the one where he had um, the guy walking through the car park at the very start and then up into his condo. Uh, really long sure. first shot. Really long first intro in the elevator, up through the elevator, and then out. I don't recall, but they were all really good. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I only know thumbnails, sorry. <laughs> YouTube-minded. <laughs> what do you got, James? You got a question? Sh uh, yes. Kev from Keen Suspensions would like to know which European car event do you ever want to attend? Uh, I always looked at like something like racism just for the sake of the venue. 
Uh, I always wanted to go to that because of the venue or, or old race, whatever they're calling it now. Um, obviously, that venue has changed, so I don't know so much about that. Orthosy was up there for a while. I went there. Um, Players Classic looks pretty cool. Like, I know you guys have been to that a bunch. It just looks laid back. That might be a cool show to just, like, go to and chill and not really worry about filming. It looks like, through your videos at least, like, seeing people, like, lounge on the grass and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want to go back to Ward the Sea to, to either make, like, a full-on my own production with my friends or just chill. That'd be something I'd want to go back for. Ward the Sea is definitely a cool one to do when you have a lot of people with you because if you go by yourself, you're a bit like, where am I going? And you're always yep. trying to be a part of something, but you can just do your own thing in Worthy Sea if yeah. you have other people with you. And here, Players Classic, mm -hmm. definitely recommend Players Classic for just attending. Yeah, that's amazing. But at the same at the same time, it's amazing to film. Like it's like the light That's the biggest struggle, man. Yeah. <laughs> film like, or enjoy. <laughs> the place where it is, like the it's just so picturesque. Like everywhere you go. Um, it's just it's so it's such amazing frames that you can just find everywhere. So every year yeah. we go back. It's probably my most enjoyable one to film um, every mm -hmm. year, and it's just it's good fun. I actually filmed that without James last year. I like to tell people that. I was hanging out with Cam Block, you know, so it's fine. <laughs> I thought I saw something good about that video. I don't know, something stood out. Like I was like, this one's better than the other. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was something. I didn't know what it was. Here, that's it's normally the other. Pointed it out. It's normally the other way around. It's normally people saying there's missing something. <laughs> so thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. Hey, anytime, <laughs> anytime. Thanks for paying right, me. I forgot to go here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, Matthew Spindley asks? What's Crispy's dream build? I, I want an R. Uh, I want an Audi R6 Avant wagon. The new ones that are just going to come to the states soon. Um, I've wanted that for a minute. Like seeing um, our friend Adrian's, I think in um, in Worthesee was like super sick. He has like a red uh, R6 wagon on on Rotiforms yeah. that looked so nice. And just like having a functional vehicle like a wagon with like a ton of horsepower, which is what I kind of have now, but I've kind of unfunctioned it a little bit by all the, all the things we've done to it. Um, just having like an Audi R6 Avant on like bags, wheels, and like a nice exhaust would be like something all I'd want to do. Pretty much a Lamborghini estate. Yeah. Oh, so nice. So nice. Yeah. That guy Plus Adrian like all the modern amenities. Nice, that guy Adrian is <clears throat> such a nice guy as well. Oh, super nice. Yeah, yeah. He spent like a whole day with us when, with, the, with the road from guys out there. His new A6 is nice actually as well. Yeah. I'll have to look. Here, uh, we I did ask one there a minute ago, and think um, we kind of went over it. But uh, I I don't mm -hmm. even know if this is if you do. But uh, how many languages do you speak? Was asked by Midnight R B Z. Uno. Just one. I was interested. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were about to pull out like Spanish or something there. But, nah. I mean, I I uh, I, I think I learned. Privet and, and Baca from when we were worth the sea for like hello and goodbye and like Russian like I did like a semester in Italy in in uh, in college so I mean I can understand basic stuff so like I could probably understand what a conversation is talking about not word for word um, and talk like basic stuff but that's about it. Well, yeah, we don't also speak any languages except for English. Um, <laughs> you speak Guinness though, right? James Daffy does, yeah. James does. What? Okay. Guinness. Oh. Ah, uh, fucking right. Well, I, have, I have a Guinness pint here, but uh, Sacrilege have a different beer on it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's Sorry, a James. sin. Mine's my I just drink it out of a can, and like the instructions said, <laughs> chill, open, pour, enjoy, and I have missed out one vital step there. Did you, well, first mm. of all, did you, uh, did you chill it? No, it's warm. <laughs> I think you're <laughs> supposed to chill before time. Are you, <laughs> are you enjoying it? Yeah, yes, I am very much enjoying it. <laughs> at least you, hey, at least, least you opened it. I, did, I opened it too. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Two steps. That's good. Your average, That's the best step. Your average PT <laughs> has asked, how crisp is the one and only crispy in these times? How crisp are you, crispy? What? Oh, um, I don't know. This light makes you look pretty pale right now, so probably not that crisp. <laughs> Give me a nice color grade if you could. <laughs> Do you here question from uh, Adam McPeak here? Um, do you use color finale? Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I use I, I use color finale for uh, for Final Cut. I haven't upgraded to color finale too. I don't see that as necessary right now. I tried out their Cinegrade. I haven't. I didn't really love that. I love just the the ease ease easeability yeah. of color finale. Um, that's what I use. Yeah, Did Denver it's just not easy. email you saying you know. Come get a color finale too. No? <laughs> Denver's always emailing us. Denver oh, Riddle. I, for, s for some reason, I'm like signed up under like three different emails, and whenever they send out that email yeah, like right. three times a week, like they do, I get six of them. <laughs> Leave me alone, Denver. We have, we, <laughs> uh, we have the exact same problem, and uh, Robbie, who sits beside me in the office, um, he's always he emails back Denver and asks him questions all, all the time. <laughs> he's always emailing him, like asking him something really stupid, like. Denver, this is uh, this isn't working on Ma Mac OS X Catalina uh, version. <laughs> He's like, "Don't worry, Robbie. There's a version on the way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've emailed a few times for like simple errors or like whenever I get a new computer and I've used up all my things and they have yeah. to like reset my code or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're usually pretty good to respond. It, yeah, it's it's actually pretty good for people who don't know what we're talking about. If you are interested in a video, it's a plugin for um, Final Cut. Um, I think it's on Premiere Pro as well. It's all but yeah, other NLEs. But it's called uh, Color Finale, and it's what we use to color. We use it as well. Um, I have upgraded to two, by the way. So if you are using, um, if you want to upgrade, Chris, I would recommend giving a little bit of time to get to used to it. Especially the way you have to pick lots and stuff because it's a little bit more confusing. So definitely recommend. Gotcha. That. Gotcha. Um, All right. Here, actually, speaking about that as well, like uh, a lot of people always ask us what op what software yes. we use to edit. We both use Final Cut Pro X, isn't that right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of the other mm -hmm. guys, I think, use uh, um, Premiere Pro. Yeah, Premiere is like the industry standard. I would say, like, if you're if someone's editing down a movie, they're probably using like DaVinci or, or Adobe Premiere Pro, um, just because how it communicates with all the other Adobe's uh, software suite. Um, Final Cut Pro is kind of looked down upon in this community for some reason, I feel like, just because of its how easy it is to use. Um, yeah. They see that as like a deficit, whereas I see that as like a benefit. And like I learned on Final Cut, um, so uh, that's just what I've always stuck with. I want to learn Premiere just so I can like go between projects with other people easier, although I don't do that too often. But uh, Final Cut is just easier to use. But yeah. again, then again, it is Mac only, and Adobe you can get on Mac or PC. Yeah. So, yeah, we I learned on Premiere actually and swapped the Final Cut because it never oh, had auto save. Why? Never had auto save. Oh back in the day. yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, that was clutch. Had, oh fuck! It, you know what I mean? Like Final Cut never really crashes, um, but if it mm -hmm. does, it's amazing because it always has auto save. But Premiere never used to yeah. have it, and it was such a such a bollock. Uh, does it have it now? Yeah, I think it. I don't know. I don't really actually use it anymore. I do have it, funny enough, because I have the full CC suite, but um, never yeah, use yeah. it. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. Also, on that topic, how stupid is it to charge a monthly fee for a program? Sorry. I hate that. Just right. let me pay one time. Yeah, I do agree, because Final Cut is so cheap. It is so cheap. You know, yeah. it's like £250 or £300 or something like that. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know why I'm holding my cup holder, by the way. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, Premiere Pro, yeah. Because the whole suite, though, I get it on the Black Friday deal. So I think mine's like £20 a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I pay for Photoshop, but still. Yeah. I have the full suite, and I got it for like maybe 19, 20 pounds. I'd, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, a month. I pay that, though. I would never buy the whole suite. And I'll just say that right now. I would just pay for yeah. the one app if that was the thing. But because it is cheaper, I do. But, yeah, it's a bit of a bollock, isn't it? It's my do pet you- peeve. Because, like, over time, imagine how much money, like, if you if you have that program for yeah. 30 years, let's say, for the next 30 years of your, of your working career. Yeah, you're spending a lot that, of money. That's, yeah. that's so much money. 12 times 30 times whatever your subscription is. Yeah. Do you, do you have like Red Giant or anything like that or um, do you, any of those plugins? Because we pay subscription fees for those as well, right? Nah. Crazy. Like it's, it is yeah. insane. Um, mm-hmm. What other questions we got here? Uh, we have a question here. What has, this is interesting. What has your evolution of equipment been and where do you see it going? Because you have quite a good evolution of equipment so far. Totally. So I remember starting out like my first camera is like above my bed still. It's like an old Sony like Handycam that said like on the flip out screen said Oop, said like good for YouTube or whatever. Obviously like <laughs> clickbait thing. Go get that. So I bought that. I had like I think maybe before that even I had like it worked. I had like this like little red like cheap eBay camera. One of the ones that the camera like the screen flips out then flips over so it looks like you're holding like a little thing. I had like a Flip Minnow Flip Minnow HD back in the day that still worked. It's somewhere back here. I just found in that drawer while I was setting up this stuff for the live stream. I found my old like Airsoft helmet camera, which was another one of those like cameras that opened up then flipped out. And we just right. stuck it in the side of the helmet and put like a little foam pad here. So from like cheap eBay cameras to um, a Nikon like D30 something D5100 I want to say because I did like photography to start and then I always wanted like a Canon 70 I never got that because I just got a 5D Mark III I think after that um, I got the A7S II after that because I had them both at the same time I used the Canon for photography the A7S II for video those both got stolen I bought the A7S II back and also ta-da my my child the the red uh, the red Gemini 5K yeah. and uh, a little Sony RX100 point and shoot. So from eBay to uh, cinema quality for for car show videos, <laughs> go figure. Yeah, we <laughs> like the red's always been something I've always wanted to get. That's crazy. Like it's good that you kind of um, can use that because I'm sure it's even the infrastructure for running that camera. I don't think anyone appreciates it. Don't know anything about a camera because you know you can't just keep upgrading your camera and not upgrade anything else you have to Im- upgrade your infrastructure and what i mean by that is your computer your hard drives yeah you know your readers your you know uh, your software absolutely everything needs upgraded as you you do that and especially for the red mm-hmm. i mean that's why i have the mac pro too because mac speaks so well mac and final cut speak so well with with the red software with their r3d files and especially with like the metal uh, gp or whatever they're going to be coming out with soon for final cut they're going to communicate even better um, it just it just works so flawlessly, um, so it's good to have obviously paired a good computer with a good camera. But it something like that, like that investment, is stupid to think of when you think of I'm spending twenty thousand dollars on just a box that can't even do anything. I got to spend another ten to make it function and see my picture and even record. Yeah. But the big thing with that for me was like a motivating factor. It was like okay, I just sunk in a ton of money into this. What am I going to do to make that back or whatnot? Um, so it's a motivating factor for that. And at the same time, like you just want to go out and film because of like how gorgeous the images that thing produces and what you can do in post with the images when it comes yeah. to color, or if you even want to film in 5k export in 1080 crop in and change your frame a thousand times you can. Um, that's the biggest factor of, of getting something like that. It's just being motivated to go make more stuff. 
Yeah, and you used those anamorphic lenses, uh, Orion lenses, at uh, <laughs> you previously mentioned it, yeah. At, uh, <laughs> I used the Orion lenses two years ago, yeah. And this past year, I used the P, P&S Technic PL mounts, and that was my first time using a PL mount lens. Right, okay. Or second time, I think. But, uh, yeah, that didn't go as planned originally. <laughs> well, you live, you learn, don't you? In fact, we used the Orion mounts on a PL uh, quite recently, and... Mm -hmm. uh, your mistake taught us to make sure that it always went the right way. So <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> I didn't know how PL lens worked. I screwed up. <laughs> uh, yeah. We we knew but. how PL lenses work, but, but it's actually the anamorphic lens needs to be flat, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yep. but obviously PL can go on in like four different ways. So yeah, that's the confusing part. James that's right. I still have like all EF mounts for the red or for the Sony. Yeah. I have it. Any other questions? It just oh, says, go ahead. Q for Crispy, what song did you use at 526? Uh, that was Bullet Train, in case you're wondering. That was Bullet Train. That sounds yeah. no. Uh-uh, <laughs> Bullet Train. Uh, <laughs> Some really weird here. questions in here. I know. What is I Fire them off. What is nicer in your opinion? An Evo FQ400 or a Cosworth WRX, but it's in light blue. Uh, a 2019 Chrysler Pacifica Sport. <laughs> I don't even know what an FQ400 is. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what, what the hell is an Evo. An Evo? <laughs> yeah, but which one? An FQ400. <laughs> well, oh, sick! Thanks. But, but what the hell is that? Like, is it an Evo 10? Evo what? Is it or is no, it an Evo? I don't know. I thought FQ was just, and then it went into the horsepower. Oh, it's just like a model. F Evo. It's just like another model. We like cars. <laughs> Yeah, Lancers. We bro, like I don't cars, know anything but we about don't cars. know people everything about cars. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, people comment on my videos like, he paid people to work on his car and build his car. He doesn't know anything. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm paying someone to work on it. <laughs> like, like, even if you Google it and there's people asking, um, like, ringing Japan to ask them, like, just the country, just ringing the country. Um, what's Hi, it stand for? <laughs> it stands for faster. <laughs> I have I'd, no idea. I'd, imag right. I'd imagine he means an Evo to N. Okay. But I mean, I Something. think you can get an anyway. <laughs> anyway, Subarus are better. We know that. Anyway, next this, topic. This move on to a better question. Max Wood uh, asks, do you agree with pineapple on pizza? <laughs> um, Max Wood? Question mark. Uh, no, I do not. I do not agree with that. I like plain, plain pizza. You like, like a margarita? Margarita's good. Yeah, margarita's really good. Oh, mm -hmm. man. I like pineapple. I like pineapple. Like... I know. Do you, do, you want, I, do you want weird questions or do you want like actual... You could ask whatever. Right, okay. Ask anything. Favorite koala hibernation fact. Go. See, I screw myself up by that all the time. Like I put some stupid... Like I used to have a kangaroo trainer in my Instagram bio. Now it's professional koala hibernation expert. <laughs> um, oh, is it actually? It, is that why he's asked that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you touch them, they could go into shock and die because they react weirdly. I don't know. Did you just make that up? Or I learned that in Australia. I just went, I, I, they wouldn't let us hold them in Australia. We only got to touch them because they said if we held them, they would go into shock and combust into confetti. The word koala your, is your uh, thought to mean no drink or no water in the Aboriginal language. What did you just say? The word koala <laughs> is thought to mean no yes. drink or no water in the Aboriginal language. Interesting. Okay. 
I'll just store that under stuff I wish I never heard for <laughs> back of my. I'm on a website that is like koala <laughs> koala facts, and one of them is a koala breathes oxygen from the air. Wow! Well, hey, James, we learn something new every day. Is that a fact? <laughs> it is a fact. Well, there you go. <laughs> Um, here's a better question for you. Harvey Miller asks individual thing or things you struggled with in videography that you had to learn yourself, but you learned, you taught everything yourself basically, didn't you? Right. I mean, yeah, I, w I went to school. I have a, a nice piece of paper and a tassel hung up on the wall over there. Um, that also is accommodated by, I think still about $50,000 I need to pay off. Um, <laughs> sick, right? Yeah. Uh, go to YouTube kids. Uh, um, <clears throat> um, can you ask that again? Just, I suppose, what things did you really struggle with in video that you, you know, um, maybe you could give insight to other people? Um, biggest struggle with video. I don't, like, I don't want to say I never struggled because, like, that's obviously a lie. But over time, like, if you look at it in, like, the grander scale of things, like, there isn't really any struggle. It's just a lot of time of, of learning because um, you're not going to start out with the best equipment or the best knowledge. So you pick up more and more as you go. So there was never really like a massive struggle, obviously, other than, you know, getting everything stolen and have to borrow, borrowing, borrow friends' gears for a gig the next day. Um, so I would say the, the, if there's a struggle, it's the length or the amount of time it takes to get to a certain point or to get to a point where you're yeah. somewhat comfortable uh, to be able to give yourself to clients and, and offer yourself to clients or, you know, put your work out there for the world to see. Um, that's, I guess, then the biggest struggle is just the amount of time it takes to um, get good at what you want to do. Did, In this case, film cars. Did you start with photography and then move into videography or are you always videographer? Yeah. I mean, um, I always did yeah. like, <clears throat> I always did like the YouTube stuff, right? But those like tech reviews aren't really anything like cinematic or there's no really thought behind them other than setting up a camera, putting up a green screen or putting something on a table and talking about it, you know? Um, so that's like basic. And then I did like photography before that. Uh, that's how I like got into college. I got into like both like the new media program and the photography program. I chose the new media program. Um, but uh, yeah, and then video came out of, I don't know, left field, which I'm happy for because it led to a really cool job and some awesome friends. Cool. Um, Let's see what else we have here. Somebody just sent you a fire emoji. Would you like to reply to that? Sure. I'm allergic to fresh fruit. There you go. Moving on. Mm -hmm. um, what are, are you actually wise. allergic to fresh fruit? <laughs> yes. 100%. You are? <laughs> yes. It's great. I'm going to throw I, I, It's grapes. I'm going to throw a grape at you. Uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> what, right here we go. This is the question you've been waiting for. What was the worst car you have seen at a show? <laughs> mm, man, there's too many to think of. Sorry for everyone that's butthurt. <laughs> I don't know. There's some shows that there's some shows that uh, allow some cars and that shouldn't be there for sure. But you know, twenty five dollar entry fee. Um, I don't know. There's I've I've just there's just some like clapped out cars you see at shows that I get they're proud of their car and that's awesome and you want to be proud of your car, but. Maybe just put it in the spectator parking lot for a few more months until you, you know, accumulate enough money or, or whatever to put into it. I don't really know if there's like any individual car that I've seen at a show that I didn't I really should re like that I could think of. I should really not skim because I actually thought that said, what's the worst car show you've been to? So I'm going to ask you that question. What's the worst car show you've been to? <laughs> worst car show I've been to? Again, I won't say... Oh, oh. That's why I said it's a question you've been waiting for because I knew you, did, you wouldn't want to answer it. 
<laughs> so like, there's no worst car show I've been to. Right? In in theory, they're all the same. Roll in, car show, awards or music acts, whatever. Roll out, right? There's a formula to car shows yeah. and to car show videos to some extent, right? So, sure, they're all different, different locations, whatever. Um, it's more so like experiences, I guess, with the client or experiences in the area. I've had somewhere I've had. I've been in the car with the client that was like arguing with their like co-show owner and like their friends and like heated arguments. And I'm like just in the back seat after just meeting people as they're going, I got a heated argument and I'm like, Hey guys, <laughs> um, can we get to the hotel quicker? <laughs> uh, stuff like that is like, that was like the only annoying stuff, but I get, they're also like buzzed at the time or drunk, whatever, but just bad experiences, I guess with, with, certain clientele i've had like other clients that i've just been pain in the butts to work with after the fact of like videos being produced um that's usually the bad experiences all yeah. car shows are realistically the same it's hard it's hard to screw up a car show absolutely unless you're ilb hmm? what and we never post our video <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> well i never filmed it james <laughs> do you do you enjoy photography well slash that into videography more than driving slash building cars well i don't know how to build cars um i could put gas in my car so that's pretty cool um my friends and and the shop that i pay to build the cars and that i work with try to teach me along the way so i can pick up on little things but i i wouldn't i couldn't consider myself a car builder or somebody who knows how to build a car so i'd have to go with the photography and videography more than that um obviously i like driving um i haven't driven my car in like two years outside of like the parade at sema um but once that's done, I'm probably going to daily that every day and enjoy that more. But filming, I, I would, if I could choose to film or drive, I'd probably film more than driving, if that makes sense. For sure. It makes right. sense perfectly. Um, cool. Well, here, we've talked about a lot of, of stuff. I'm trying to think if there's, you know, anything that we didn't kind of touch on. Um, I suppose, actually, there was one big question I want to ask you, which was, you know, I was going to ask you it earlier. You have done a few YouTube channels um and now mm -hmm. you've kind of found one that you really enjoy to create what mm -hmm. what would you kind of say like to people that kind of want to get into youtube um now and and what do you think of youtube now compared to back then obviously right now if you're trying to get into the space um it's super saturated which is fine because that's what it's there for you know it's like it's there for anybody to upload um as a platform uh if you're trying like to get a quick start off the ground you either a need to just work your butt off to come up with like that was weird i missed my finger you got to come up with like some sort of crazy viral video to get you blasted out there and obviously that's not as easy as it sounds um there's people like eliminate who got a big push from doing like their roller paint job video that got blown up and then look at them now and people like tj hun who drove um uh, like that rat rod Miata that helped blow him up. Obviously, they all have other stuff to credit to that, but those are some of their biggest videos. So coming up with something like that or a big key is like collaborating with somebody who doesn't have your skill or something that you have or that you could do and benefit from each other. So if you could jump into the scene right now and you have something to majorly benefit somebody else that also has a platform and you guys can work together, that's going to be the biggest way to, you know, get off the bat, get off the, get off the ground floor really quickly um, is to collaborate with other people and offer them something that they don't have or they don't do. And you guys can obviously benefit from each other. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll stick with this car stuff forever. Obviously, I did tech reviews, airsoft, now cars. Like, those three don't even – I guess they can come but somewhat combine, but who knows if I'll get tired of this one day and, and try to do something else. Um, but if I do, hopefully that audience would somewhat follow me. That's, that's actually interesting you said that because, um, you know, James and I, for example, we actually do a lot of other videos, not just car stuff. We 
to um, Hype, Hype Factory, the Hype Factory, <laughs> which is our main video production company. Uh, so you would actually think about doing other types of videos as well, not just car stuff, or? I mean, if if it sucks to say, but like if the money's there, let's say if it makes sense to do it. Um, we used to film weddings, and the money was there, but we stopped doing that because it's just so mundane and boring. Just a yeah. lot to deal with with those clients, and the money was like that's easy, like guaranteed money if you just need money go film weddings or photograph weddings that's a whole like other realm of stuff um but yeah i'd be open to filming other stuff i don't know what um but i'd definitely be open into into doing something else obviously this is like hot right now and it, and i enjoy it and this is where most of my friends are within this automotive community so i'm not going to leave it anytime soon yeah. um, but if that changes in the future or you know like something else is thrown my way like a crazy opportunity that i can't pass up um we'll hop on that but absolutely um, because you guys do a lot of you did grid life is it grid life um it is that's one before. of their awards sick. yeah because you it's do that with gnarly you do t tell us actually quickly a bit about that actually because uh that to us looks pretty interesting looks you know um especially the video side because you had the the chase car and all sorts you seem to have a decent budget there and uh, these guys appreciate that you want to um do something pretty cool and not just turn up and make a video yeah. So Chris, uh, Chris Stewart, who owns Grid Life, and um, and uh, Kalinu handle like all his like PR and like media stuff. Kind of, uh, they're super open to like budgetary stuff for making something cool, creative, because they understand what we create as a creative team and put out there to the world and share about this car show is what helps draw them a ton of different stuff, uh, a ton of different, like more spectators or viewers or drivers, whatever it may be. And, and we greatly appreciate that. And they keep coming back to myself and, and my team, my friends who I hire, um, to create videos for them. And this year they just had to reschedule their events. So I don't know if some of them are going to line up. I think their Alpine horizon festival, which is something in Colorado, which looks like it's going to be amazing this year. It looks like it also falls on Pebble beach. And I think we're doing something with Pebble beach. Anyway. Um, it's a cool, super cool, like grassroots, um, like style drifting event, but they also have uh, time attack, like road racing, like car to car racing kind of, which is like one of their bigger features. They have a car show built in, they have camping. It's a festival. So there's music and camping Sick. and there's multiple days. It's kind of just like an all in one car show thing. That's kind of like perfect for, our genre it's it's probably one of my favorite events to go to and film and not only because of everything that goes on but because of the client and how loose they are to let us just here here like yes you can have this budget maybe they cut down a little bit here and there but take this make something cool for us take our take like whatever you need and, and go do it it's they're super open to it and it's a fun yeah. event that's a dream client isn't it oh, it's so cool i mean and i'm <laughs> blessed and like super happy and humble that they keep coming back to us you know after these years um I hope we can uh, hope we can definitely do some more stuff. If, if you're in the U.S. and you haven't gone to a Grid Life, I definitely recommend uh, going to their Midwest event. That's their like home homegrown one that just gets like there's they know how to party. They always have a good music act, and the the track is awesome. Gingerman Raceway is really cool. Cool. Well, um, yeah, we uh, we sorry, I was just flicking on something there, but very much appreciate you coming on, Chris. I think we'll pretty much wrap it up of there. Um, sure. You know, like uh, we've kind of always seen your stuff over in America and almost always keep an eye on it. And uh, especially with H2I Thanks. and especially with all the different American shows that you go to. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, I wish you nothing but the best, especially because you guys too. You, you, <laughs> got, you have started at such a, you know, early age and you obviously had other YouTube channels and then you, you evolved it. As you said, the equipment kind of has evolved. And, mm -hmm. and you can say that you definitely are one of the hardest worker working kind of people in our scene anyway, at least. Um, so <laughs> <We> <laughs> very much appreciated for you taking the time to come on. 
I could be working right now, but look what I'm doing here. So am I the hardest worker? <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. This is work. <laughs> it's either this or I'm playing Warzone. So how productive am I? <laughs> well, after this, I think maybe a couple more beers and then some Xbox. I don't know. <laughs> Get on Warzone. Let's go. <laughs> I need to Catch check out Warzone. In a few weeks. I need to check out Warzone. Is it good? It's awesome. It's really fun, especially because I play with like all my friends from around here. So it's really cool. Okay, cool. Definitely, I'll go have. Is Get it on demo? it. Cross I'll go, platform. I'll go look at. I go. Is it? Yeah, I'll go look at. It's free. The demo. <laughs> it's free. Oh, it's no demo. Just, it here? Yeah. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Okay. Yeah. You're selling. Get on, on it. Let's on. play. You're selling. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what I'll do here is uh, we are going to quickly. We have to just um, do our competition thing before we sign off. So let okay. me just pull up the competition. Da, 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 da. You know, it's quite funny, this one here. Um, we only just posted the competition today. So, like, I don't know if it's really truly fair. <laughs> we only just posted the <laughs> podcast this morning. So, like, how many YouTube yeah. comments are we going to actually have in this? Uh, <laughs> we have five. Five, because it's, it's been up for about five hours. And the podcast don't get a crazy amount of reach. So, somebody in here is a very lucky man. Let me put it that way. Okay, so, guys, if you are watching this on YouTube, you will know... Uh, maybe you won't know, but you should know that if you comment on our YouTube video, um, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go over to YouTube, drop us a comment because you are entered into our podcast competition. Every podcast, we pick a winner, random winner, literally use a random comment picker um, from the internet and just give out some free merchandise. So head on over. It's to rigged. <laughs> it is completely rigged. That's why this. No, uh, Chris, you won. You won. Well done. No, so head on over <laughs> <Yeah>. to. <laughs> Here he's changed, <laughs> he's changed T-shirt again. <laughs> no, he oh has, no, it's yours. He's just got a sticker. Yeah, uh, it's yours. <laughs> so head on over to YouTube, ILB TV on YouTube, and find the latest podcast. Leave a comment, anything you want. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Like, subscribe, do all that other stuff. But most importantly, you could win some free merchandise. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick the winner from the last competition. So I'm just putting in the URL. Let me see. Um anything goes pick a winner there's only six comments because this literally went the chances up. are high and one of them was made like asking somebody a question so i could even win this here if i win this by the way i'm just going to say this if i win this we're just no there's no winner we're just going to go to the next you're going to send it to me right okay cool <laughs> yeah, thanks yeah. here we go pick thanks. a winner three two one ah uh, there's a winner <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Smith, uh, definitely enjoy listening Woo. to you guys with John. Great again, great content again, guys. So there you go, Bradley Smith. You have won some random merchandise. James is going to be shipping that out to you. Yeah, round of applause for me. Sorry, I didn't want to. I didn't want to peek. James looking, <laughs> James looked in shock there because he doesn't know how to do that. But uh, <laughs> James is going to be shipping some free merchandise. So email i won at ilovebase.co.uk. The reason that's not ILB Jarvis Club is because we can't figure out how to change our URL on our email. But uh, yeah, beside the point, <laughs> that was like a terms conditions kind of thing, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah emails and we will send you out some free merchandise so guys thank you very much Chris thank you very much for uh, joining us thank you thank you for having me I appreciate it being it was fun yeah it's been fun um, you know the bad thing about it was, it was it's been fun watching your outside go from it's a bit too early to, <laughs> it's a bit go too ahead. early to Sorry. drink <laughs> yeah well I mean I, uh, I guess well, I could have but if I didn't have Call of Duty to get on after this, you know. Oh, you'd be a bit sloppy on the responses? Yeah, you know, can't have that. Can't <laughs> let down the team. It's been fun watching your outside go from light to dark. 
That yeah, was I, I noticed this on my one definitely because mine's pointed towards the window, and now I, I don't even know if I set my white balance correctly. So like it's shot. Yeah, you're fine. But uh, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> guys, thank you very much for joining us. Please leave a review on wherever you're listening to Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, follow us and uh, head over to YouTube and subscribe. And of course, finally, if you want to support us and you want to support the YouTube channel, the website, buy some merchandise like we're all wearing uh, on our website, shop.ilove... Nope, incorrect. Shop.ilbdriversclub.com. Uh, it's very much appreciated. What did you write in the whiteboard, Chris? It's very comfortable. Huh? Nothing. What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's covered up. You don't need to see it. Don't okay, worry guys. It. So we will catch you in the next one. Thank you very much. Peace.